Well, happy Veterans Day from all of us here at Say What You Will Radio. Freedom isn't free, and we wouldn't have the freedoms we have without our great veterans who willingly and honorably served our country. We salute you. God bless each and every one of you. Speaking of Veterans Day in a way, I guess. Did you see how disjointed the left has been over the past two days because of the judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial? Apparently, his cell phone went off yesterday and the ringtone was proud to be an American or something like that. And then today he was wearing a tie that had the stars resembling the American flag on it. Well, they've been whining now for about 48 hours. 48 hours they've been whining about this. I hate to break it to them, but yesterday was the Marine Corps' birthday. And today is, of course, Veterans Day. And you'd think, based on how the left is acting, it was the judge who killed the two thugs in Kenosha. Why is the left so easily triggered by patriotic things? Well, they hate patriotism, for one, and they hate the country. I guess that's why. Welcome to Backyard Politics. I appreciate you being here, and I mean that sincerely. I am your always humble, never boastful, unsophisticated host, John Smith. Uh, we are live from the Say What You Will at Radio Studios Monday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Arizona time. You can find the show on both YouTube and Rumble. Please subscribe to my channels and share the videos so everyone can experience all the joy that it brings. And don't forget to smash the like and rumble buttons if you don't mind. Our audio podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and just about anywhere podcasts can be heard. You can find all of our stuff and, more importantly, our amazing sponsors on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. That's SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. One of our sponsors, uh, Jenna's in the room. She is the purveyor of the Grayfeather Farm all-natural skincare products. You've got to check her stuff out. Go to uh, saywhatyouwillradio.com, click the Sponsors tab, and then click the Grayfeather Farm logo and read some of uh, the reviews that she gets. Her stuff is fantastic. Now, before we get started, I do want to give a shout-out to Dave the Trucker. Keep safe, my friend, because if you have it, someone like Dave the Trucker brought it to you. Take a minute and thank a trucker. If you want to be part of the show, I do accept live calls. The number is 602-475-2000, 602-475-2000, and the number is in the bottom uh, left corner of your screen. Now, this is from the Daily Independent. It's a piece by Howard Fisher. He's been uh, a journalist here in Arizona for quite some time. A Senate staffer who says she was fired because of her race was awarded more than $2.7 million this week by a federal court jury, a federal court jury. The verdict came in after uh, jurors heard the Talanya Adams or heard from Talanya Adams about how she was dismissed in 2015 after she complained about discrimination based on her race. She is black and her gender. Much of that followed her claim that uh, male non-African American counterparts received substantially highly or higher salaries and salary increases. Okay, so you've got male counterparts, non-African American 
male counterparts. Working over there for Katie Hobbs. And they were receiving substantially higher salaries and salary increases. Whoops. Now, remember, this was before a jury. The jury uh, validated this. Adams also said that while the job responsibilities were the same, she had a, quote, heavier workload and the more challenging committee assignments, end quote. And Adams said she was the only policy advisor who did not get a raise while she was there. She didn't even get a raise. So her non-African-American uh, male counterparts got raises and had higher salaries. She had a lower salary and didn't even get a raise. Hmm. What are you doing over there, Katie Hobbs? What kind of show are you running over there? Uh, the story goes on. It says, but it remains to be seen how much of that money she actually will receive. The verdict already is causing political ripples. Well, I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Katie Hobbs is running for governor in Arizona. You know, it's always funny when she goes out and she does these public events. They always take a picture, like close-up picture. They never show the audience. They never show the crowd. And then a few, uh, few pictures will trickle in from maybe some journalists that were there, some indep independent journalists, and there's like 10 people there. This woman is not liked. I mean, there's some left-wing kooks that really uh, worship the ground she walks on. And, of course, people in the media, they worship her, like Brom Resnick. He thinks she's the cat's meow. But she really doesn't get a crowd. I mean, she'll go to ASU where it's crawling with little liberals and, like, 20 people show up. It goes on to say uh, that's because Adams was and continues to be a staffer for Senate Democrats. You see, she's not working in a Republican office where, you know, the media and the Democrats would have you believe that that's where all the racism exists, right? That's where all the race, no, none of the racism exists on the Democrat side, even though in reality, the vast majority, majority of racism exists on the left. I mean, if you notice, I don't know if you noticed over in California, there was a black man that was trying to unseat the white governor and all the left and all the liberals bashed the black man and supported the white man. A lot of racism on the left, a lot of racism. You remember when Kamala Harris uh, was running for president, she had less than 1% of the vote. And who did the left nationwide, who did they prop up to be their savior? An old white man. An old white man. That old white man actually uh, referred to a baseball player back in the day as a Negro, a great Negro today. Imagine if that was Donald Trump or any Republican for that matter. They would have resigned by now. The media is trying to cover it up. 
They're trying to make excuses for Sleepy Joe. Unbelievable. So that's because Adam was and continues to be a staffer for Senate Democrats. And part of her lawsuit was based on her contention that she informed Katie Hobbs, then the Senate minority leader, of her concerns about discrimination by her immediate superiors, but that Hobbs, Katie Hobbs, did not deal with it, but instead was at least part of the decision to fire her. Ah, you see, little uh, get back at you. You come at me and claim racism in my office, we'll fire you. That's how Katie Hobbs dealt with it. Hobbs is now Secretary of State and a Democratic contender for governor. I don't know if she's a contender. Maybe. Maybe. Depends on how loose you want to use that word, I suppose. Both of her Democratic foes issued statements saying the new verdict reflects on her fitness to lead the state. Yeah, I'm telling you what, if I was uh, running for governor on the Democrat side, I would uh, ring this rag as much as I could. Quote, this raises serious questions that Secretary of State Hobbs must answer and will cost taxpayers millions of dollars. $2.7 million, by the way, said Marco Lopez, the former Nogales mayor. As governor, I will not tolerate this type or any kind of discrimination, discriminatory behavior in my administration. Well, we'll see how that goes, right? We'll see how that goes. I don't think uh, I don't think Marco Lopez has uh, much of a much of a shot, especially in the the actual race, because Carrie Lake is going to come in like a steamroller. And that's going to be exciting to see because we know Matt Salmon on the Republican side, not to go down this rabbit trail, but Matt Salmon kind of stepped in it. I think it was just about a week ago that he was praising uh, Katie Hobbs and he was trying to demoralize uh, Carrie Lake. Yeah, that, that didn't work out so well, did it, Mr. Salmon? Yeah, you were, you didn't know it at the time, but you were standing in the corner with a racist, you were supporting a Democrat racist. Whoops. But I guess that's politics, especially for uh, these type of rhinos, right? The John McCain wing of the Arizona Republican Party. Goes on to say, and former lawmaker Aaron Lieberman said a uh, jury has concluded now twice, not once, not once, folks, but twice that Talanya Adams was fired by Katie Hobbs for asking to be paid as much as her white male counterparts. Ouch, Katie. Katie, can you explain yourself? Are you going to climb into a dark cave for a little while? What are you going to do, Katie? Are you going to come out and apologize? I think he did, actually. I think she did come out with an apology statement or something, you know, Whatever. In today's world, you know, you can be a just a racist hypocrite, and all you got to do is go out onto Twitter and say you're sorry. That's how it works nowadays. 
This type of discrimination is abhorrent to all Arizonans, regardless of party, Lieberman continued. As Democrats, it should be unacceptable from someone who wants to serve as our nominee for governor. Now, Hobbs was never named as a defendant. Well, of course, right? But it was her office. She was the boss. She was part of the group that fired her. As to whether Hobbs actually fired Adams, this is where the news is going to come in and try to save the day here. We're going to we're going to try to protect Katie Hobbs. But as to whether Hobbs actually fired Adams, KPNX TV reports that Hobbs testified at the new trial this week that the dismissal was quote unquote uh, quote unquote a group decision done by a consensus. You see how she's dodging the responsibility. These Democrats, I'll tell you what, they never, ever take responsibility for their screw-ups. It's always somebody else's fault, just like Alec Baldwin, right? Takes a gun. They're not even filming. He takes the gun, points it at somebody that's not even on the cast, pulls the trigger, kills the woman. And immediately it's somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault with Democrats. Always. They never take responsibility for anything. Uh, with the ultimate dismissal done by Wendy Baldo. See, she's throwing Wendy Baldo under the bus, the chief of staff uh, by the Senate Hobbs, then two months into the job of minority leader also testified that she had lost trust in Adams over several issues, including her decision to take emergency leave to care for her son in Seattle. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that interesting? So she took emergency leave FMLA or FML, whatever they call it now. And Katie Hobbs didn't like it. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Now, just this past week, they were talking about uh, Pete Buttigieg. And him having uh, a baby. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming they adopted. I, I, I don't know how that happened. But uh, they were praising Pete Buttigieg. What a hero he was for taking uh, maternity leave for two months while the nation's supply chain was crumbling. He and his uh, male counterpart were taking paternity and maternity leave. And it was praised by everybody on the left. I'm sure. I'm sure Katie Hobbs thought it was special. little off track but did, did, have you noticed how many stories they've done about buddha judge's kid now he's the labor secretary or something along those lines and no one ever talks about that position and yet he's been in the news for weeks and it's not because of the great job he's doing is it He's been in the news simply because he's gay. I'll say it. He's done a horrible job. 
He's not qualified to do the job that he's doing. They had a kid. So what? Everybody has kids. I guarantee you he's not the only one in the Biden administration who's recently had a kid. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I don't know. But I don't know. Why is he in the news? Uh, it was during that leave, which Adam's immediately uh, Adam's immediate supervisor had approved that she was fired. I don't. I think that's even against the law. I don't even know if you're allowed to do that. Maybe that's why she won the amount of money she won. I mean, uh, I worked in corporate uh, America for a long time in management, and if one of my subordinates was on leave, family medical leave, you weren't allowed to fire that person. Apparently, uh, Katie Hobbs, she either doesn't know the rules or she feels that she's above the rules. Not sure which one that is. Uh, Katie Hobbs did not return messages Thursday seeking comment on the latest verdict. Imagine that. She's ducking. She's hiding. Like the little snowflake she is. I do not question that she felt discriminated against, Hobbs said in an earlier interview with Capital Media Services after the first verdict. But Hobbs also said no one was wrongfully fired when she was heading the Senate Democrats. Well, apparently somebody was, Katie. Apparently somebody was. But Adams also uh, talking with Capital Media Services after the first trial, took a swat at Hobbs for maintaining her position that her firing was justified, even after jurors concluded otherwise. Yeah. See, Katie? To have a sitting Secretary of State that there was... Uh, to have a sitting Secretary of State that there was no discrimination, I think, is disrespectful to our judicial system, Adam said. And uh, quite honestly, it is. I got to agree with her there. And it gives me grave concern about someone that sits at the helm and governs one of the most sacred rights to people of color, she continued. And that's the right to vote. Wait a minute. I thought all... All the uh, suppression of vote was coming from the Republican side. And now you've got Adams here that she's concerned because she knows what a racist Katie Hobbs is. Hobbs is the chief elections officer. In that first trial, a jury awarded Adams $1 million but that was reduced to $300,000 after U.S. District Court Judge Douglas Reyes, Reyes said that uh, the maximum to which she entitled uh, she's entitled to under federal anti-discrimination laws with another approximately $50,000 for things like lost wages. The Senate demanded and got a new trial after Reyes agreed that Adams, who represented herself, had failed to present evidence of retaliation. This time, the new jury agreed on an even larger award. Whether that also will be knocked down based on limits in federal law is likely to be subject of a hearing. Reyes has scheduled 
for this coming week. Aside from complaining about pay and assignments, Adams said that she is nearly, uh, or she, that in uh, 2015, she had to travel to Seattle to be with her son who was hospitalized due to a medical emergency, saying she was told she would have to use annual leave. Okay. Adams said she kept in contract with the Senate and even did some duties while in Seattle, only, only to be told she had been fired for insubordination and abandoning her job. Now, I would think, and I don't know the details of this, but I would have to think that the uh, Human Resources Department would be involved in this. Again, if they're taking leave, if they're taking family medical leave, all that has to run through an HR department. It's got to be approved by the Human Resources Department. So I don't even know if her supervisor, or her immediate supervisor, even has a say in the matter. In her 2019 interview, Hobbs said the fact that Adams was paid less than some others had nothing to do with race, calling it an issue with the salary structure. Oh, you see, it's always somebody else's fault. Katie Hobbs is such a squirrel. She is such a squirrel. Oh, it was the salary structure, and I had nothing to do with it. It was somebody else that did it. It wasn't me. It was a group effort. It ultimately fell on somebody else, but I, I didn't do anything. She's such a squirrel. Democratic staff get paid less than Republican staff. She said, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Well, Democratic staff get paid less than Republican staff. And it was an issue with the salary structure. It wasn't my fault. It was a group effort. I wasn't really involved. It ultimately fell on somebody else. It certainly wasn't based on race. Even though the white men were making a lot more money than the black woman was. Katie Hobbs has some uh, questions to answer. Katie Hobbs has to uh, show a little backbone, a little courage, and come out of her hiding place, wherever that is, and fess up. I think this, I think this has her uh, pretty much painted into a corner. Once this story gets out there, and more and more people hear about it, I think even the left is going to scratch their head and say, you know, we just can't support this. Even though Brom Resnick and Jeremy and, you know, all the other clowns in the AZ media, they're not out there talking about it, but they're getting called out too. People are tired. They're sick and tired of the hypocrisy from the Arizona media. The way that Brom Resnick, if this was Carrie Lake, let's just say this happened under the management of Carrie Lake. Brom Resnick would be hunting her down, would be sitting outside of her, her home in a van, trying to tap her phone records, hassling every neighbor. He would be 
the petulant pest. He would be drinking coffee all night long, staying awake, making sure that if he had the single opportunity to pounce on Kerry Lake, he would do it. He would take every single opportunity, every opportunity to get to Kerry Lake if this was Kerry Lake. But this isn't Kerry Lake because Kerry Lake's not a racist. Katie Hobbs is the racist. And yet, Brom Resnick's nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. The only thing he wants to talk about is, well, she wasn't specifically named in the lawsuit. So that's all I have to say about it. He's a numbskull. Everybody knows it. And the people in Arizona are getting tired of this. They're getting fed up. The media in Arizona is a joke. It's a joke. Hobbs testified at the new trial that she did not know that anyone had, in fact, approved the emergency leave. Again, how do you not know this? Katie, how do you not know somebody in the human resources department over there had to approve it? This stuff goes up the chain. I guarantee you there's got to be some sort of email. There's got to be an email chain that has her included in it. You don't just get approved for emergency leave and your boss doesn't know about it. She's such a liar. So not only is she a racist, but she's a liar and she's lying about it. She got caught. Remember what brought Nixon down was the cover-up, right? You remember that, right, Katie Hobbs? The cover-up. And here you are trying to cover your trail. There's got to be emails out there, text messages, something. Adam said that uh, after the first trial, it's difficult to prove charge of racism, particularly in convincing jurors that the actions of the employer were intentional. In fact, Adam said that is why it is difficult to find attorneys to pursue these cases and why she chose to represent herself. There you go. And she did it, and she must be a pretty intelligent person. You see, Katie Hobbs, you had a smart one. You had a smart woman of color working for you, and you let it go. You let her go. Why? Why, Katie Hobbs? And then now why are you trying to protect yourself? Why are you trying to cover up your tracks? Why are you trying to lie about it? You had a very intelligent person working for you. Maybe that's what it was. Now that I sit and think about it, maybe that's what it was. Maybe Katie Hobbs was uh, intimidated by Adams. Maybe, maybe Adams is twice as smart as Katie Hobbs. I mean, that's not saying much, and I mean no disrespect, Miss Adams. I, I am confident that you're a very intelligent and confident person. Saying that you're twice as smart as Katie Hobbs, probably that may come across as an insult because you're probably 10 times as smart as Katie Hobbs. No harm intended there. No insults intended. 
All right, we'll get to the next story in just a minute. Let's get to uh, some of the comments. I guess, uh, once again, Rumble having issues. What else is new? All right. Anyway, let's see. Uh, we got some comments. Uh, let's see who uh, Jennifer's in the room. She says, hello, everyone. Uh, Jennifer Meyer says, happy Veterans Day to all who served and serving. God bless you. I appreciate that, Jennifer. And so do the vets, I'm sure. Uh, Shelly is not, uh, she's a little under the weather, not joining me tonight. So I apologize. Uh, I didn't know the trial went on today. Yes, it did, Jennifer. And uh, the judge was wearing a necktie that had some patriotic print on it. And the left went berserk. Io, uh, Io. anyone know that Katie Hobbs has been doing the last couple weeks as acting governor? Well, what's his name is on vacation. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, what's his name? Good old Doug Ducey. Another guy that's MIA. He comes on Twitter every now and again and uh, posts some nonsense. Today, no, he he uh, wished the vets a happy Veterans Day. Other than that, he's really kind of useless. Uh, survival says, dropping in a little late. How's everyone doing? We're doing well, Survival. We're doing well. Uh, let's see. Uh, Risen Abilities here. Risen, Risen. Uh, hey, John, how you doing, Risen? I hope you're doing well. Uh, Latin Patriot says, Risen Ability eating ice cream. Yeah, there you go. You know, uh, Latin, I wouldn't doubt if our president was doing the same thing. Uh, let's see what else we got going on. Everyone's saying hello to each other. Um, survival says, Risen got the chocolate chocolate chip oh man that's that sounds delightful uh everyone's kind of talking to each other uh did you hear about joe calling someone a great n-word yeah the negro he referred to the baseball player satchel page i believe it was i may be mistaking on that uh but he referred to him as the great negro yeah imagine if that was trump could you could oh could you just imagine uh, the survival says most of the socialist Dems are squirrels. I have to agree with you there, survival, if not all. Yeah, I don't know many that aren't. They're squirrely. Ted Cruz is kind of squirrely. He's a Republican, but, you know, he's kind of he's kind of got that squirrely feel about him. And so does Sean Hannity. That's just my opinion. May not be yours. Uh, happy Veterans Day. Awesome. Alice says, awesome. Alice, it's good to see you in the room. I haven't seen your, uh, I haven't seen you in here for a while. So, uh, thanks for stopping by the conservative bear is here. He says, yo, 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 yo back conservative bear. I hope you're doing well. My friend, uh, is your training done? Are you back, uh, you know, back at home or are you still stuck in the hotel? Uh, the conservative bear says happy veterans day and let's go. Brandon. That's right. Uh, Latin Patriot says happy Veterans Day. Uh, there's a Biden meme about chocolate, chocolate chip survival says. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Uh, uh, Risen says Trump would have had letters of impeachment drawn out for saying that. There's no question about it, right? Little uh, shifty Allen shift. He would have, him and his bug eyes would have been out there all over TV. Uh, that dude has some serious like myopia going on. Uh, stranded in the hotel. Oh, gee, still, still in the hotel bear. I'm sorry to hear that till tomorrow. 
Okay. All right. Well, that's it. Then you're done tomorrow. So that's good. You got one more day, buddy. Hang, hang in there. Hang in there, buddy. Uh, breaking news from PJ Media. This was an article written by Victoria Taft. This is important. I want you guys to pay attention to this because this is this is pretty terrifying. And I think if, uh, again, if this was Trump, I think he would have uh, letters of impeachment. Shifty shift would have been out there with his letters of impeachment. Had this been his FBI, had this been Trump's FBI that did this. Uh, the FBI has been ordered by a federal judge to stop plundering information from James O'Keefe's phone following a raid on his home and other properties connected with Project Veritas last weekend. So I don't know if you guys had heard this story, but Project Veritas, you guys know James O'Keefe. He's the one that sends uh, people in with hidden cameras and he gets people busted like that uh, that Marxist teacher over in California, right? He does a fantastic job. I mean, he's nailed uh, uh, the baby killing factory. You know which one I'm talking about. He got them undercover. He's got, he, I think he took down Acorn. I think he was the one that took down Acorn. And uh, he's nailed a lot of people. He's been taken to court like uh, seven or eight times, and he's won every single court case because he follows the law. But last week, uh, last weekend, the FBI raided his home. Now, he's a journalist, folks. I don't know if you guys uh, remember, but we have a constitution. The first 10 amendments are called the Bill of Rights, and the first amendment includes the freedom of the press. And that's all James O'Keefe does. He's just, a, just another guy in the press. While the raid was chilling and frightening, overreach by law enforcement of protected journalist work, uh, a protected journalist work product, O'Keefe said uh, that his phone offers a window into what other projects he and his staff are working on, projects that Biden administration may not want him to uncover. You think? You think? So the FBI raided O'Keefe's apartment about 6 a.m. on Saturday with a phalanx of agents taking his electronics and other information, which they claimed would help discover how the journalist came into possession of President Biden's daughter's diary. Whoops. Whoops. We all know about that diary, right? We know about uh, creepy Joe getting into the shower with her when she was six and doing inappropriate things. Uh-oh. Why are there so many creeps? Why are there so many sexual pervs on the left uh, on the left of uh, side of politics? You know, it's just like that creep that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse shot. Now, Kyle Rittenhouse didn't know the guy was a creep, but uh, apparently, this guy that went after Kyle Rittenhouse uh, was raping nine-year-olds, sodomizing nine-year-olds. He was locked up in the loony bin. They let him out of the loony bin that day, and he showed up over there in uh, Kenosha and started terrorizing the joint. Well, 
There you go. And now all the left, all the left is trying to protect him. Oh, he didn't do anything wrong. Well, he tried to steal. I mean, he told Kyle that he was going to kill him. He told him, I'm going to kill you. When I get you alone, I'm going to kill you. And then he tracked him down, got him alone, and went after his gun. What do you think's going to happen if this guy gets Kyle's gun? What do you think's going to happen? You think he's just going to take it home as a collection piece? Or do you think he's going to turn it on Kyle and kill him? Because that's what he said he was going to do. I'm going to get you alone and I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that guy. Raping nine-year-olds. Sodomizing nine-year-old boys. And the left, the left is upset about it. Not about the raping. The left is upset that he's dead and Kyle's not. Back to the story. The claim the diary was stolen. O'Keefe denies that characterization. The president's daughter, Ashley Biden's diary, reportedly contains down, dirty, and disgusting secrets about the Biden family. Yeah, like inappropriate showers with the old man, with the big guy. Judge uh, Annalisa Torres ordered the FBI to stop exploiting information contained in O'Keefe's phone and to verify that they'd done so by Friday. You got till Friday, boys. So that gives them all day today, I guess, to dig through his phone. O'Keefe and Project Veritas have been in negotiations with the Justice Department about the diary and its uh providence since last year unless o'keefe stole the diary there's there uh, doesn't appear to be anything different about o'keefe coming into possession of the document than what happens every day at the new york times or washington post with their leaked documents prior uh, restraint doesn't even begin to cover how intrusive and frightening this intentional intimidation by law enforcement is on a journalistic enterprise. The raid is reminiscent of the one conducted by former California Attorney General Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Into the work product of David De, uh, DeLeiden. DeLeiden, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name. David DeLeiden, who produced a series of explosive videos showing Planned Parenthood. Yeah, that's the baby killing factory I had mentioned earlier. Video showing Planned Parenthood buying and selling aborted baby parts. That was Project Veritas, uh, their work too. Good job. Uh, the way it looks now, the judge's ruling is a win for journalism, but journalists who don't like O'Keefe may not see it that way. And that's the problem, right? More hypocrisy from the left. More unadulterated hypocrisy from the left. They don't mind other journalists getting raided, but don't raid me. I got the First Amendment. Don't raid me, but O'Keefe, F him. Unbelievable. Let's uh, jump into the comments here for a second. Let's see what we got in the comments. Uh, let's see. Risen says Trump would have been. Oh, yeah, we read that. Uh, still at the hotel. There you go. Till tomorrow. Uh Nope, I come back Sunday, the bear says. Oh, all right. Well, you know, 
Bear says, I love Project Veritas. Yeah, I think uh, everybody on the right likes uh, O'Keefe and his uh, little project over there. I think he does a hell of a job. And he may be the last true journalist on the face of the earth. I don't know. Uh, DC Irish says, Bear, it's better than waiting at the airport, waiting for a flight out of the country in five hours. Oh, is that what you're doing, Irish? You're heading out. Happy Veterans Day, by the way, to both of you guys. Uh, Todd Baker says, vaccine scientist. Uh, survival says, based James. Yeah, there's that name, or there's that word again, based. That's the new thing, based. Everything's based. I guess if it's uh, conservative or true, it's based. Uh, Irish says, uh, hello to everybody. Uh, I've been there, DC. Remember when my flight closed the door on my face for wearing a mega hat? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that happened, Bear. You couldn't get on the flight because of your mega hat. That's interesting. Seems discriminatory. I would have played the Hispanic card on that one for sure. Uh, yeah, Irish remembers that. Uh, let's see. Conservative Bear says, I guess for uh, Judge and Kyle's case is a racist according to the mainstream media. Yeah. Yeah, the judge is a racist because he's wearing an American flag on Veterans Day. Can't have that. Can't have that. You remember, like, one of my favorite uh, movies of all time was The Unforgiven, right, with Clint Eastwood and Gene Hackman. And uh, there's a guy, I forget what they called him. They called him uh, the, uh, the Duke of Death, right? And Gene Hackman kept calling him the Duck of Death. And that reporter kept correcting him. Uh, it's Duke, sir. And anyway, Gene Hackman just beats the crap out of this English dude. English Bob, that's his name. His name was English Bob. Because English Bob was talking about the Queen on Independence Day. And Gene Hackman, he didn't like that. Little Bill. Little Bill didn't like that, so he kicked the living crap out of English Bob and sent him back out of the town. He says, don't be talking about the Queen on Independence Day. But apparently you can't wear a flag tie on Veterans Day now. You see how far the country's come? How backwards? How backwards we are? You see that? Uh, Roger W. says, Gator is back, at least temporarily. Uh, Latin Patriot, backyard politics, I think it's a family tradition since biblical times, unfortunately, concerning the perps of cess. Not familiar with that, uh, Latin Patriot. Uh, yep, back to Belize I go, Irish said. Happy Veterans Day. Very, very good. Richard Harris, Roger W. says. Richard Harris. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time was that movie, The Unforgiven. Fantastic movie. Some of the best one-liners in a movie of all time. Just fantastic. Fantastic. But that's for talking about the Queen on Independence Day. He kicked the crap out of him. Uh, this is uh, this article is from the Plurist. The Pluralist. The Pluralist. CNN uh, put the top on an enormous can of dumb assimilation Wednesday when Kyle Rittenhouse took the stand at his murder trial. Zoom masturbator-in-chief, they call him. Analyst Jeffrey Tube, and I call him the clown puncher over there. CNN's uh, clown puncher. Either way, I think we get the point. 
Jeffrey Tubin went off on the teenager saying he was lucky it wasn't illegal to be an idiot. Now, this is Jeffrey Tubin. This is the quote. The good news for Kyle Rittenhouse is that he's not on trial for being an idiot, he chided. And you know, if it were illegal to be an idiot, the jails would be even more crowded than they are now. Yeah, 50% of the population would be in prison for being a Democrat. You're exactly right, Tubin. And you would be right there with them. You would be right there with them. Bopping the proverbial baloney like you like to do on Zoom calls. This is the guy who got fired by every news magazine he wrote for and CNN put him on leave. Oh, I wonder if the leave was approved. I wonder if we should ask Katie Hobbs if she knew if Jeffrey Tubin's leave was approved. Anyway, I digress. Jeffrey Tubin, he was on a Zoom call with his buddies over there at CNN, a Zoom call with all, and there were ladies in the room and guys in the room. I don't think Tubin cares. Uh, and that's when Jeffrey Tubin popped out little Jeffrey Tubin right there on the screen and uh, began uh, jerking the gherkin, if you will. Right there for uh, all of CNN to see. Now, CNN didn't fire him. They just put him on leave. And now this knucklehead comes out and says, well, you know, it's lucky it's not illegal to be an idiot, referring to Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, the baloney bopper says that Kyle Rittenhouse is an idiot. Uh, CNN's Laura Coates had the nerve to claim the media have been sympathetic to Rittenhouse. Sympathetic to Rittenhouse. I remember when the story came out, when the story broke, Rittenhouse was accused of being a white supremacist and some sort of uh, part of some sort of white supremacist gang, if you will. He was banned from social media. He wasn't even allowed to have a GoFundMe page for his... Uh, his legal expenses, GoFundMe banned him because he was supposed to be this white supremacist. And this idiot, Laura Coates, is out saying that the media has been sympathetic to Rittenhouse. Sympathetic. I don't know. I haven't seen much sympathy from anybody in the mainstream media. I think these people live their life either high on meth or they live in such a small bubble that they're absolutely clueless of themselves and the people around them. I, I don't know. I don't know, but I think the word sympathetic is eh, probably not accurate. Not accurate at all. She says, uh, if I was defense, I would have put him on the stand, she said. Because everybody was questioning, should he, have, should he have been put on the stand? She says, well, I would have put him on the stand. Because, of course, remember the publicity around his trial. There was a lot of sympathetic media towards him, she said. Are you kidding me? Is this woman stupid? Or is she high on meth? Or is she a raging alcoholic and her brain is just floating in a puddle of booze 
either way, she's so, so unbelievably wrong. I don't know. Uh, she even smeared him as a racist by suggesting he was a martyr for stopping civil rights discussions. Oh, she said people who thought about him essentially as a bit of a martyr from his inflection point on racial tensions in America. The idea of the amount of sort of GoFundMe-esque aids that came to his assistance, she sneered. In reality, the media wrote off Rittenhouse's claims of self-defense and portrayed him like a mass shooter who just went there to kill and maim as many people as possible, even ignoring the video evidence of the people attacking him. Speaking of uh, ignoring video evidence, how about the FBI's evidence? They had high-definition video of this whole situation, and they sat on it and sat on it and sat on it, didn't tell anybody they had it, and then when they got called out, they misplaced it. I, I don't know where it went. I had it earlier, and uh, now I can't seem to find it. Interesting. They lost it. Let's just put this out on the table, folks. The FBI is corrupt, okay? The FBI is corrupt. They've been corrupt for a long time. I believe they became extremely corrupt under the Obama administration. I think he worked on the FBI for eight years to corrupt the FBI. And now they are still corrupt. James Comey, all of them, they're all corrupt. The CNN panel then played the clip of Kyle Rittenhouse breaking down in tears. And of course they mocked him. They mocked him. Everybody on the left is mocking Kyle Rittenhouse for having an emotional moment, an emotional moment, a 17 year old kid. He's 18 now, but he was 17 years old at the time. He got attacked. He defended himself. And unfortunately he took the lives of two men, two men that were trying to hurt him or possibly kill him. He had the right to defend himself. That doesn't change the fact that he took their lives and it's, it's an emotional burden to carry that he will have to carry for the rest of his life. And I believe just from watching, I'm not uh, an expert, but I believe what I saw was a symptom of post-traumatic stress disorder that he suffered when he was on trial. So he has this disturbing emotional breakdown. The left is making fun of him. Now, unless you're Alec Baldwin, most people show remorse after killing someone. Even when it's in self-defense. It's pretty pathetic. Uh, let's see what we got here in the uh, comments section. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, backyard politics, sex perps have existed since biblical times. You're right about that, Latin Patriot. We know that for sure. Uh, before biblical times, it might be a family tradition. Okay, uh, referring to Sicko Joe. Yeah, well, you know, it seems like it. It seems like it was Latin Patriot, but we'll find out. You know, we got to get more of this uh, data or information from this diary. We'll see how that turns out. It's disgusting.
Uh, Roger W says jerking is gherkin live. That's right. Jerking the old gherkin. That's exactly what he was doing. Punching the bishop. <laughs> Survival says. Uh, Jennifer says you have some good one-liners tonight, John. Appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, Jennifer. I appreciate you. Uh, there's a bunch of sick people calling Kyle Rittenhouse a crisis actor on Twitter. It's gross. Yeah, a 17-year-old. That was not acting. He went into almost a physical shutdown. Everybody's seen it by now, I'm sure, but uh, it was it was extremely difficult to watch and sad. I was watching it live, and I was uh, actually surprised that he was able to pull himself back together. I know they took like a 10 or 15 minute break because the judge was like, yeah, this is it. We, we're going to take a break because this was the first time in public that he was reliving and talking about everything that he had gone through. Of course, he's going to break down and these scumbags on the left act as if uh, he's lying about it. Like he was coached. And then they said, what a horrible job he did even though he was coached, he could have done better. I think Alec Baldwin should have taught him how not to break down, how not to show remorse. Look, kid, it's pretty easy. You kill someone, you just blame somebody else and you move on. It was somebody else's fault, kid. Don't even worry about it. I killed somebody. It was somebody else's fault. Uh, let's see cyber toxins in the room. How are you doing? My friend, if you haven't yet, you got to check out cyber toxins, uh, uh, web, uh, uh, YouTube channel, same with survival, same with conservative bear, check them all out. Uh, cyber toxin says, if you wonder if someone lives in a bubble, make it a point, make a point and see if it scares them. Ah, that's a good, I like that. See, I see what you did there. Uh, you could quote me on that cyber toxin says that's a good one. Cyber, uh, wouldn't want to pop that bubble. Todd Baker says drone video. Yeah, I think it was. Was it a drone video? Was that the uh, FBI high definition drone video? Uh, the bear says I'm a bear super uh, oh supremacist. So I only talk to people who watch backyard politics and the conservative bear. <laughs> well, I appreciate that bear, and I'm the same way. Gotcha. I'm with you. Uh, Cybertoxin says Rosenbaum died doing what he loved best. Yeah, trying to touch little kids, right? Touch a minor. That's what he tried to do. Survival says Kyle's mentor breakdown was really sad to watch him and his mother both. Oh, man. Twitter jerks say it's fake. Well, Twitter is, a, uh, is not reality. Twitter is keyboard warrior heaven. Some of the people that uh, come after me on Twitter, I guarantee you, if we were in the same room, things would be different. Uh, Latin Patriot says they mostly must be uh, AI robot accounts with stolen pictures from Facebook. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Uh, Cyber Toxin says if you want to see a fake breakdown, just watch LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. What a jerk that guy is. Why would he come out and make fun of Kyle Rittenhouse? Of all people, LeBron James. Unbelievable. Some people just have no cooth whatsoever. He's one of them. Uh, Latin Patriot says the courts forced the kid to relieve, uh, relive that moment. 
he had to defend himself yeah it was terrible i can't imagine it's 17 i i can tell you this i would not have been in any type of uh mature state to go through he handled uh he handled the prosecutor extremely well it went on for hours and hours and hours and uh, rittenhouse did a hell of a job the guy the kid was fantastic because you know why he's living in truth he was there he knows what happened he knows what he did he knows what the other people did he knows what he saw he knows how he reacted he knows everything that was going on because he lives in truth and that's why he never got caught in a lie and that's what that guy was trying to do binger Binger was trying to break him down and catch him in a lie. But Kyle Rittenhouse lives in truth. Uh, Cybertox says, uh, or uh, we already read that. Uh, let's see. Had it been uh, three Trump supporters, whoops. Yeah, they would have been cheering on, right? Rittenhouse would be uh, a family name on the left. It's bad hypocrisy, Roger W. That's exactly right. Boop, boop, Latin. Uh, Latin Patriot says, yeah, cyber toxin. I'm starting to wonder if Twitter is full of fake accounts based on uh, ridiculous nonsense I've seen from the lefties. Yeah, I wonder. Latin Patriot put out some binary code. All right, let's get on to uh, my next story. This is from the post-millennial. Don Lemon. How about this? Another pervert on the left. Don Lemon's attorney has sent a letter to Megyn Kelly after she dared to invite CNN hosts, uh, I'm sorry, the CNN hosts accuser on her radio show to tell his story. First of all, it's a podcast. Maybe she's on the radio. I don't know. But uh, maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. I don't know. But uh, her podcast isn't bad. I've listened to it several times. On uh, Wednesday, it was reported that Don Lemon's attorney, Caroline Polisi, sent a letter to conservative pundit Megyn Kelly after she interviewed the CNN host's accuser, Dustin Heiss. I don't know if you guys know about this story, but Don Lemon's a perv, just like uh, a lot of people on the left. According to the letter obtained by Radar Online, Polisi accused Kelly of providing a lopsided and inaccurate description of the events that allegedly took place between Lemon and Heiss in 2018. Oh, well, of course. You're going to say that lemon. Why don't you go in the Kelly program and even it out? Doesn't sound. I'm sure she would have you on. I'm sure she'd have you on to tell your side of the story. You perv. Although you advertise your podcast as featuring honest conversations without BS or agenda policy uh, ads, your podcast today in which you interviewed Dustin Heiss reveals that you only pay lip service to journalistic ethics. Oh, I'm going to call Megan Kelly and I'm going to try to insult her. I'm going to try to make her look bad because my pervert uh, client, he's paying me a lot of money. He makes a lot of money over there at CNN. Uh, Police refers to the allegations put forth by Heiss as outlandish and fabricated. During his interview with Kelly, Heiss claimed that Lemon had put his hand down his own pants. I wonder if Lemon and Tubin hang out. I, I, they got to, right? I mean, they got to bump into each other 
occasionally in the break room over there at CNN, these two pervs. And maybe they're like, you know, Tubin was like, hey, Don, I'll show you your mine if you show me yours. Uh, just, just wondering. Just, I, you know, I mean, come on, you know, it's, it's, it's inevitably going to happen, right? You got two pervs in the same room that like to pull their, their junk out. Yeah. So Lemon put his hand down his own pants, rubbed his genitals, and then put his fingers in Heiss's face before asking him, do you like pussy or do you like dick? Don Lemon. Don Lemon did that. I wonder if there's a name for that. Is there like a uh, like a nickname or like a uh, I don't know, like a something in the Urban Dictionary? Is, is there a name for that? Where you kind of jam your hand down your your pants, punch the clown for a second, and and then stick it in somebody else's face? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, why are these people on the left like they are you know why they are because they're godless that's why that's why they act this way because they're godless they see themselves as their own god man if there's one thing that comes out of believing and having faith in God is is humble. It's it's being humbled, right? Making you realize that there is something much, much larger and more powerful than you. That's humbling. And then when you're humbled, you don't walk around rubbing your ball sweat in somebody's face and asking them if they like pussy or dick I, it's embarrassing for me to even say that on this show i don't even know if i'm allowed to say that on this show but that's what don lemon said took his hand rubbed his balls and then put his ball sweat in the face of some other guy this is cnn tubin and now Don Lemon. Anybody that acts like that in public without any fear of what might it, what it might do to somebody or the consequences it might have, that's a pattern I suggested. Well, yeah, it is. That's not the first time he did that. It's not like Don Lemon walked into the break room and was like, well, you know, I think I'm going to uh, rub some ball sweat on this guy's face and uh, see what he likes. Maybe I can hook up with him tonight. I don't know. You know, just kind of an off-the-cuff thought. You know, I just, you know, never thought of it before. Never did this before. I'm going to try it out with this guy. He looks like, you know, maybe he won't say anything. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised, Heist continued. He's protected by the fact that he's African-American and gay on television, and I'm just some nobody. 
Lemon has repeatedly denied the allegations and accused Heiss of having previously displayed a pattern of contempt for CNN on his social media accounts. That's Lemon's excuse. This guy's anti-CNN, so there's no way this could happen. He's just lying about me because I'm the face of CNN, and he doesn't like CNN, so he, who makes this stuff up? I mean, really, like, eh, I don't know. Unbelievable. Let's see what people got to say here. Uh, let's jump back into, uh, let's see. Okay, after uh, after the binary code, Roger says, uh, Donna Lemon, what did she say now? <laughs> Nana 1776, hello, Nana, she's here. She says, sorry to be late. But here now, Survival says, I love it when uh, Morgan Freeman owned Don Lemon in an interview. It was a great clip. I'll have to look that up, Survival. I've not seen that. Uh, but I will definitely look that up. Uh, Roger W. says, Tubin uh, can butter Donna's popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little butter on my biscuits. Uh, Tubin can butter Donna's popcorn. Uh, the old lemon squeeze, Cybertoxin says. <laughs> oh, when life gives you lemons. Oh, boy. Uh, Don, the giver of lemons, lemon. Uh, Jennifer says, we watched Megan Kelly almost every night. It was a good show. The attorney is pretty confident he's got the proof to squeeze lemon. <laughs> no pun intended there. The lemon peasy. Lemon squeezy. That's right. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh, Nana says, did y'all see the court ordered FBI to stop dumping Veritas info? Yeah, we talked about that just a few minutes ago, Nana. Absolutely. Uh, the low-hanging fruit basket, cyber toxins. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that, Nana, 1776. Uh, Nana, uh, let's see. Yeah, just saw it on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, damn survival says yeah latin patriot politics he pulled in on uh, al bundy yeah he pulled an al bundy <laughs> i don't know what that means but uh i'm sure it's pretty funny well let's see is this my last story this is my last story of the night and then we can chat but uh you know these leftists it's always the same old people right it's the same people doing the same crack uh crap you remember when uh Nancy Pelosi, when she violated her own rules and the Democrats of her state, they passed these rules that uh, because of the uh, the illness going around, right, the pandemic, that you couldn't go to a hairdresser. It was against the law to go to a hairdresser. And then good old Nancy and her, uh, you know, babbling fool of herself with her dentures bouncing around all through her face. She showed up at the uh, at the. Uh, salon and got her hair blown out remember that and then she got caught she was on uh, video and the owner of the salon took the video and sent it into the news and then nancy you know being the queen idiot she is and uh just the disgusting pig that she is instead of coming out and apologizing she was like well i'm 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 sorry i would set up and her teeth bouncing around and spit flying everywhere yeah she was set up right she was set up by the owner of the salon. Yeah, sure. 
you set up the speaker of the house. No, no, Nancy. And that was why she was sorry. Well, I'm sorry that I was set up. I didn't realize it was, uh, it was against protocol. All this BS, right? Just spewing, spewing from her fake teeth. And then uh, her little nephew grew some Newsom over there, right? The governor of, uh, of California. Remember, he's the guy that just won the runoff race. It was him and a black guy. And all the Democrats voted for the white guy because they're inherently racist. Democrats are. They're inherently racist. They don't know it, but they are. Uh, well, he was at this, uh, I think it was called the French Laundry. You remember that when you weren't allowed to go to restaurants and you had to be masked up and you had to be 50 feet apart and all this crazy bullshit. Well, uh, he showed up at the French Laundry. I think it was like five or $600 per plate. He was there with 25 of his best friends selling a, or celebrating a birthday party, and none of them were masks. They were all drunk, and they were all hanging all over each other. There was no social distancing. There was no mask wearing. There was no outside patio where, they, where he claimed at first they were because they, the pictures came out, right, and they caught this idiot at the French Laundry dumping a ton of money, So not social distancing, not wearing masks, right? And he came out. It was like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I should have went home. It was against my best judgment. Uh, it won't happen again. Uh, well, this is out of Fox News. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat out of California, is facing criticism after being spotted maskless at a lavish wedding with a large group of people while children in her state are required to wear masks in school. Now, if there's one person on this planet who should be required by law to wear a mask 24-7, that's Pelosi. Not because of COVID, though. We need her to cover as much of that face as possible. Seriously, Nancy Pelosi is way better, way more attractive with her face covered. She looks better in a mask. She just does. You can't see the dentures just bouncing around in her mouth and the spit flying. Nancy. Uh, Pelosi officiated the wedding at San Francisco City Hall before guests who had to show proof of vaccination. Made their way to uh, the Getty Mansion where the celebration continued. The event was also attended by California governor, you guessed it, Gavin Newsom and San Francisco mayor, London Breed. Gavin Newsom, London Breed, Nancy Pelosi, all in attendance, hobnobbing with the maskless hordes at this extremely posh billionaire heiress wedding. But hey, let's make sure San Francisco's kids are masked up in schools. And why were the guests able to do this? Reopen California schools tweeted Tuesday along with a picture of Pelosi in a large group without a mask. Maskless indoors when school dances across California are canceled and kids must keep masks on seven hours a day, including outside at recess in many parts of California, including San Francisco. The hypocrisy, right? You know, I was... At the beginning of the show, I was talking about the hypocrisy of the Arizona media, you know, Brom Resnick and his ilk, those idiots over there. But, you know, it's really the hypocrisy is just across the entire left wing of this country. 
it's not just the media. It's those who vote Democrat. It's the Democrats. It's the media. Everybody included. The school boards. All these clowns. They're all hypocrites. Because nobody knows when somebody's watching. I wonder if Nancy was set up at this wedding. I wonder who set her up at the wedding. Was was the lady that owns that uh, hair uh, salon, was she there? Was she at this wedding? Walking around with a uh, GoPro? In October, the city of San Francisco relaxed indoor mask requirements for religious gatherings and everyone, uh, if everyone in attendance is vaccinated, but only for groups of less than 100 people. Uh, but you can go to the strip club, right? No masks there. Uh, people in these settings may remove their masks if the employer or host of the gathering can control access to the setting and verify 100% full vaccination of everyone in the setting, the guidance uh, from the city said. The employer or host must also ensure proper ventilation, no recent COVID-19 outbreaks, and children under 12 and guests are not present, among other safety measures. Uh, well, it is unclear how many guests in total were present at the wedding, but at least 60 people could be seen in the overhead photo that featured Pelosi. That was on the dance floor. And you know, at weddings, there's only a certain percentage of the people that dance at the at the uh, the weddings. A lot of people out there sitting at the tables, drinking up the free booze. I'm I wonder how much Pelosi had to drink that night. I think she could drink me under the table. I think she weighs, I don't know, maybe 118 pounds. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really seen her. Maybe she has a, a gigantic, well, whatever. But uh, I think she could drink me under the table because she is a rocking alcoholic. Uh, another photo is from the wedding published by Vogue. More than 100 chairs can be seen. Can you imagine that? The San Francisco Department of Health declined to comment on whether or not any restrictions were violated. Isn't that convenient? No, we're just not going to comment. We're going to decline to comment. Yeah, we're, we just have nothing to say today. Uh, we're going to decline the comment. Yeah, there's there's well over 100 people here, but we're not going to talk about it because Nancy was here. Nancy and her little nephew. And uh, how many times do these knuckleheads got to get busted for violating their own mandates, their own regulations? But uh, rules for thee, not for me. That's how, uh, you know, that's how the fascists live. Uh, the state of California's most recent mask update is September uh, says masks are required for unvaccinated people and recommended for everyone in indoor places like retail, restaurant, theaters, family entertainment centers, meeting state and local government offices that serve the public. Regardless of the legality, reopened California schools founder Jonathan Zacharyson uh, told Fox News Digital that Pelosi celebrating maskless while children are forced to wear masks is infuriating. Infuriating. Yeah, it, it is. You're exactly right, uh, Jonathan, without a doubt. It is infuriating. People are pissed off because they're tired of the rules for thee, but not for me. Lifestyle. Uh, parents have reached a boiling point, Zacharyson said. They are just so done. And when you see Nancy Pelosi and these other wealthy individuals, total 
disregard for role and lack of consideration for what our children are going through. It's so defeating and infuriating. That's a hard word to say, but that's why the red tsunami is coming. That's why a truck driver spent $157 last uh, couple weeks ago and uh, won a Senate seat in New Jersey because people would have voted for the truck. People would have voted for whatever was on the truck. People would have voted for a rock instead of the Democrat because people are sick and tired of this bullshit. 2022 We've got to keep the momentum going, but 2022 is going to be a bloodbath for the Democrats. Oh, uh, he said bloodbath. Is he going to hurt me? That's what all, all the liberals watching or listening to the program. He's going to hurt me. He said bloodbath. It's like Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, Zacherson added that the children in the San Francisco Bay Area are being instructed to wear their masks between bites while they eat their lunch. And all school dances have been canceled. But Nancy Pelosi and Newsom and all these people over there, they're above the law. We're filthy rich. You are scum. That's how they, if you don't think that's how they see you, and I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, I don't care. I don't care how uh, dedicated you are to the Democratic Party. Nancy Pelosi sees you as a peasant. And she sees herself as king. It goes on to say you keep imposing these roles and all the people in power are not following them, but then they are imposing them on the people who don't have a voice and who are at least at risk. Those are our children. Zacharin said. Well, there you go. What do you think of good old Nancy? Huh? What do you think of good old Nancy? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Cybertoxin says, if you can't always give me lemons, I'm uh, dyslexic. Sometimes I get melons. You see what he did there? Dang, that's pretty good. Sometimes I get melons. Cyber's on a roll tonight. He certainly is survival. Uh, Cybertoxin says, I accept responsibility. I accept responsibility for being set up. That's what she said. That's exactly what she said, Cyber, uh, Cybertoxin. I accept responsibility for being set up. What a scumbag. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, wretched old hag, Roger says. That's exactly right. You know, I mean, that's exactly right. Uh, Cyber says, where is that guy? I'm not sure who you're talking. Oh, I think you're talking about uh, Newsom. Yeah, he was uh, he mysteriously disappeared after his booster shot. And then he blamed it on the fact that he had to uh, go trick or treating with his kids because his kids, according to Newsom, according to Mr. Gavin Newsom, his kids would be more upset about missing trick or treat uh, season than Halloween or I'm sorry, than uh, Christmas. So, uh, uh, Gavin, you're raising your kids to put uh, Halloween above Christmas. Hey, uh, to each his own, but, uh, 
you got to deal with them. You're the one that's got to deal with them. They're your responsibility, Gavin, when they turn out to be little monsters. You know, those are the kids that are going to be uh, the next generation of uh, fire starters and Molotov cocktail throwers. Uh, let's see. Survival says uh, it's wild to see comments on neckbeard leftists saying that they find Nancy attractive. Oh, ooh, I've survival. I've never seen that. I've never seen anybody say that Nancy Pelosi was attractive. I'm sure Paul Pelosi has to say it. Uh, come on, you know what I mean. But uh, oh. Uh, Cybertoxin says, talk about your dog-faced pony soldier. Oh, oh yeah, perfect. Uh, Latin Patriot says, backyard politics. I went to my local school board meeting yesterday, and they said they can't do much about the mandates and that we need to tell our representatives. I thought we had local government. Well, the mandate comes down uh, from the state, I believe. I believe that would be imposed by Gavin Newsom, right? The governor. Local politics can't overrule a, a state mandate. And now we've got uh, Sleepy Joe pushing out federal mandates too, right? But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You would think Latin Patriot. I mean, I think, I don't know how old your kids are, but if I were you, if my kids were, uh, you know, in school age, they wouldn't be going to a public school. I can tell you that much. And if they're going to push this crap, in my state, I'd, I'd be uh, I'd be considering maybe getting into a different state too. And I know it's not that easy. Trust me, I get it. But uh, I don't know. You got to exercise your options to protect your kids. Yeah, rights to govern ourselves. Well, you would think. Uh, survival says the whole no mask while eating or drinking makes face masks completely absurd and ridiculous. Yeah, right. Because if I have the COVID, if I've got the COVID. And uh, I got the mask on, right? And then I take it down, and now I'm opening my mouth, and I'm putting food, <clears throat> right? And I might, I might cough, <clears throat> choke, <clears throat> right? Eating, chewing, and then, well, it's common sense. Right? Uh, if masks work at all for any airborne virus, taking them off in a restaurant would be dangerous. But it's the role, total BS. Yeah, exactly right, survival. You're using a lot of common sense today. I appreciate that. Uh, the Dem leaders see themselves as clean and sophisticated people. The nerve. Well, I'm uh, I'm your unsophisticated host. So I don't uh, rub shoulders with the uh, sophisticated people. I'm always, uh, you know, humble, never boastful, unsophisticated. So I don't, uh, I don't rub shoulders or elbows with these clean and sophisticated people, right? I don't have a $14,000 freezer in my kitchen full of gourmet ice cream. That's just not me. In fact, I got to tell you, I don't think I've ever had my hair blown out either. I didn't even know that was a thing. I guess sophisticated people have their hair blown out. Even when I had hair, never had it blown out. Don't even know what it means. Uh, let's see. Cybertoxin says some uh, like daily vodka Sundays. <laughs> some like wine on Sunday Mondays. Some like Nancy on her fundos morning. Sunday morning. Uh, Gavin, the guy, uh, this is Todd Baker. Gavin, the guy who 
been hiding because he got Bell's palsy after taking the yeah the booster. Whoops. Yeah, the booster didn't go so well, right? And there's all kinds of proof out there, but uh, the media is like, no, nah, that uh, he was just uh, he had to go trick or treating with his kids. Oh, that's why you blew off a uh, a big thing over in Germany or wherever it was. He was supposed to go over uh, to another country. Some he was supposed to speak about the environment, right? And he had to blow it off because, well, my kids, you know, they got to go trick or treat. And, uh, well, you know, they'd be more upset about uh, missing Halloween than they would if they missed Christmas. That's because your uh, kids probably get spoiled all year long. They don't care about Christmas, right? Like the average kid in, in uh, America looks forward to Christmas because, you know, it's like a time of the year other than your birthday where you get some gifts. Well, Gavin Newsom's kids are probably buried in gifts every day on the government's dime. So they don't care about Christmas and they certainly don't care about Jesus. So Christmas is like just a, a nuisance for them. Uh, they like to get, uh, you know, they get their little devil suits on dressed like Satan and run around and beg for candy. That's what they like to do. Uh, Todd Baker says, uh, I have a friend that is attracted to Nancy. Oh my God. I call him a necrophiliac. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, uh, yeah, see what you're saying there. Now, Latin Patriot says, Todd Baker, keep them away from your kids and always keep an eye on your drinks and beverages. Yeah. Survival says, my hair got blown out and it never grew back. Ah, I see what you did there, Survival. Todd Baker says, I'll take $100 deep freeze full of oh, steak, a deep freezer full of steak. Yeah, me too. I would love that. Uh, keep your paws off our children, Newsom. Latin Patriot says, well, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So uh, the top of the, uh, the show, I talked about Katie Hobbs and her racist antics. Uh, she fired an intelligent black woman. And uh, this intelligent black woman was, uh, was on emergency leave. Her name was uh, Talanya Adams. She was on emergency leave. From her job, she had to go up to Seattle to take care of uh, her son who was uh, ill or he was injured or something like that. So she got her emergency leave approved and uh, took off. And meanwhile, meanwhile, she was getting paid less than the uh, the white people in her office. And uh, she wasn't getting raises like the white people were. Uh, this is all going on in uh, Katie Hobbs uh, office there. And uh, so while she was on emergency leave, Katie Hobbs fired her. Well, they didn't mention saying that she actually did the firing. She blamed somebody else. She said that it was a group effort, but uh, not looking good for Katie Hobbs here in Arizona. I think this story is going to haunt her. And I think even uh, the loyal Katie Hobbs Democrats in the great state of, uh, of, of Arizona are going to start looking at other people. So... There you have it. Well, that's all I got. Tales from the Crypt Latin Patriot says, yeah, that, you know, that's, I imagine, I imagine Nancy Pelosi without her makeup, the little Crypt Keeper. I would, uh, that makes sense. Anyway, that's all I got for the show tonight, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I, I had a lot of fun anyway, even though doing it by myself. But I'm not really doing it by myself because I have my amazing listeners and viewers that are chatting away in the chat room.
and that just makes it exciting. Uh, but I will be back um, unless something like major happens during the Kyle Rittenhouse trial or something else. You know, if there's other major news that happens, uh, I, I will be back Monday night with Tyke. Tyke was actually out. He had uh, some family things come up that he had to take care of. Oh, of course, Jennifer, you're very welcome. And uh, Survival says, good stream, John. Thanks, Survival. I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, Tyke, this past Monday, um, he happened to have some family issues. And it was interesting because I actually had uh, Robert Canterbury on um, in his place, which just happened to work out really, really good. So it just happens. You know, things, uh, the planets align, good things happen. But uh, until... Monday or sooner, if like I said, if there's breaking news, uh, guys, take care of each other. Be nice to one another. Happy Veterans Day to all the vets out there. God bless you all. Thanks for uh, fighting for this country. Thanks for uh, being part of the military. Thanks for everything you do. And you know what? The families, too. The families of the veterans, uh, thank you, too, for uh, having such amazing people in your lives. We appreciate you. Keep fighting for this country. You know, the veterans went overseas to fight for this country. Now it's our turn because the enemy is within this country. It's not outside the borders. It's the enemy within this country, like Katie Hobbs. We've got to band together now, and we've got to do our part for the veterans. We've got to go to fight. We've got to go to battle against the enemy within this country, and we know who they are. Guys, I love you all. Take care. We will see you on Monday, if not sooner. Bye now.